Let's start on becoming with our words, on learning the scripts, on doing the pain. Movimientos on SOAS Radio. Welcome to this special edition, Flower Festival edition. And I'm going to hand you over to some very special guest presenters. Welcome along, guys. Hey, 
Thanks, Cal. Thank you. My name is Andrea, and I'm part of Flower Team here uh, with you just to get to know you and get to know a little bit more of the festival. And I'm Rebecca Wilson. Um, and now we're going to introduce our guest today. So this is the core flower team. So who do we have? Uh, I'm Teresa. I'm the director of the, of the festival. Hi, my name is Daniela. I'm the curator of the exhibition. My name is Caroline and I'm, well, the programmer of the cinema part of Flower. So the festival is happening the 15th to the 19th of May. What inspired you to do this festival in London? One of the things that... Uh, uh, we wanted to create with this festival was the visibilization of the Latin American uh, diaspora in London. One of the things is that uh, to bring women because uh, we, we we thought that uh, all the spaces were uh, basically taken by men and uh, and it was um, a, a political decision to bring women, all women together uh, in different areas uh, to take uh, as well some of the stereotypes of uh, away from the Latin American community. So we are bringing in this festival, we are bringing high quality arts, we are bringing very interesting uh, films and fantastic music as well. So this is what we wanted to create with the festival. Uh, uh, more inspiring and uh, probably start to create more new visions of the Latin American in different scenes, in new venues, and also bringing this message. So basically give a bigger platform to women who are artists in every single uh, aspect. So we have yeah. visual arts and then we have music as well, poetry. We have so. literature, we have cinema, uh, visual arts and film. Yeah, the festival was created with the idea of, of creating a platform for, for our diaspora or, and, and the women, of course, of our, of our community. So just picking up on that, we've already got a few Latin American cultural festivals in London. So we've got La Línea, which has just happened. We've got La Clave, Casa Theatre Festival and some smaller sort of community events. So how is Flower going to be different? Uh, what's it going to do differently? Well, I think one of the main focuses that um, we want to promote women. So that's one of the main differences. Also, we, we want to show like the diversity that exists within the Latin American community in order to question a bit like what the preconceived notions of Latin American identity in, in a way to show the vast diversity that we are and, and women that are not just uh, how you understand women, but everybody that is self-defined as women and that consider themselves women. So opening up the discussion a bit further. I think it's just incredible to see, like, I mean, I'm a filmmaker myself and um, you kind of stick to your art. That's um, probably something very stupid to say, but you kind of know a lot about, for example, in my case, about films, but I wouldn't know or, yeah, much about any, like, literature, arts, music, visual arts, especially, we talked about it a lot. Um, I think you said something interesting about the arts at the uh, Tate that it's one of the biggest collections or something, if I recall it right, of Latin American women? or Yeah, well, like, you wouldn't know that, for example, the Tate Mother has currently over, like, 10 artists being exhibited, women, in London. Um, so it's really interesting that here in the UK, a lot of galleries do 
represent a lot of women, uh, Latin American women, like Doris Salcedo being represented by White Cube Gallery, uh, Ligia Clark, Ligia Pape. So many different Latin American artists that are represented here, and we had no idea. Like most people had no idea that they were so. And also the festival is bringing three parts of, uh, I mean, it's bringing uh, artists from the communities, bringing artists that from different communities as well. I mean, uh, artist communities, but also from the, uh, the diaspora in London is quite big. So we are bringing people together that probably they don't know each other. And we are part of the same, of the, of the same group and uh, also bringing uh, international women as well especially in music but yeah i think that's yeah. also one of the special things the festival is definitely going to be very international um and i guess just the nature of it being about a diaspora population and especially yeah. being in london that is hugely international we are uh, we are 46 artists uh, uh, latin american women artists 46 wow. and i think that it's just uh, I think it's just going to be just like kind of six are not based in London, uh, which is basically the music. Well, it could be probably a little bit more, but no more than 12 people coming from uh, abroad. So we have a fantastic artist and we have fantastic people here or women doing art and creating things that probably we don't, we didn't know. And it's fantastic to have this uh, this space where they can uh, show their 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 works so it's definitely london focused then as well everyone's got their own story people have lived in lots of different places but it is a, a focus on people making art here who may not have been so visible yes and at the same time that adds a bit to the complexity of developing an art practice um, for example, in, in the exhibition that we're developing, that's one of the main concerns that um, a lot of the women have been developing the practice here in London for uh, some like few years, like 10 years or 15 years. So, of course, you want to relate to your own past and living in Latin America, but it's impossible not to be related or influenced by uh, the British art scene. So this dialogue between the local community and the Latin American community is interest is interesting to make a bit more complex how how you build this Latin American identity that we want to like question and and open up um, so we can um, invite more of the British public to see how Latin Americans have engaged as well with the British culture. And I guess that's another difference with the festival as well. It's really meant to be inviting everyone to celebrate Latin American art and not just certain communities. No, of course, yes, it's, uh, it's made by women from Latin America, but for everyone that is interested, that probably thinks that whatever we have in our, or whatever, the beautiful things and interesting that we have in our program is uh, for them.
We just heard a ritual by Kalima, an Argentinian musician, who's actually got a, as well a, an event that she runs and promotes mainly female artists as well. Um, we wanted to include her because, and, and as you have noticed, we have played two, two songs by women from Latin America. So we're going to dedicate the whole show to uh, Latin American women in music. So the first track you heard was Olvídate by La Dame Blanche, who is a Cuban musician living in Paris who is going to play for us during the festival on the Friday night on the 17th. Um, so don't miss that. <laughs> so Andrea, you wanted to um, talk a little bit about some of the challenges of the festival. Well, yes. So um, I've heard that it's very challenging to bring a lot of women to this platform, uh, but not because there isn't artists out there, uh, but because uh, they aren't represented. Uh, we need to hear from them. You know, in the visual arts, we also have a lot of challenges uh, in terms of they finding the platform. So just talk about, you know, a little bit more about this and in terms of visual arts and maybe as well film. Well, it's, it's funny. A lot of people think that there are not enough female artists because in the art industry, they only uh, account for 30% of the industry. And for example, in, in the fairs, in the art, art fairs, they only exhibit 27% women. That has increased from 25. So it's it's ridiculous how underrepresented women are. So the question is, are those the only women <laughs> in the art world? Or are there more artists that are completely invisible? I would go for the latter. Because right now we're exhibiting eight women that I had no difficulty in finding and knowing that there are an increasing amount of women um, producing art. And the thing is, like 60 to 70% of graduates from art degrees are women. So what happens in between? And that's the main question. A lot of women uh, come to the art, like to the real world and face themselves with the difficulty of promoting the world and of, of a society that kinds of discriminate them because of their condition of women. And then they punish them in a way because of them Uh, becoming mothers and actual maternity becomes like a liability if you want to be an artist which shouldn't be so in in anything and part of what we're doing in the exhibition is we're showing and displaying a lot of mothers who are very rigorous with their practice they go to the studio every day and they continue to do wonderful work so in a way to to disprove this idea that women stop producing artwork because they become mothers or I don't know. So, yeah, I think it's it's the lack of visibility more than the lack of female artists. In the we encountered in the film part um, a little bit like the, the other side of it <laughs> because, we, well, we wanted to make this program. Obviously, we talked about it. We wanted to have female filmmakers or like a whole female production teams, but that was already very difficult to find. So we kind of stick to female filmmakers, female directors. And even then, you kind of realize that most films that feature very strong women or have so-called women themes in their films or portraying female themes are made by men. So, um, and I, I think, like, I completely agree with Dani, like, uh, it's not 
a lack of female filmmakers that exists. It's just a lack of exhibition. Like they don't get that much exposure than um, most of our male colleagues do. Um, unfortunately, if you think about, like, I think I can talk about Peru and maybe some other uh, Latin American countries. We've seen like the last, let's say, Academy Award running films where they were all made by men. So, and then you have countries like Peru, for example, we had Claudia Vargas Llosa, who was in the run for um, The Milk of Sorrow um, with Academy Awards. And like, it's, it seems like a kind of excuse of the country always saying, yeah, but we have, for example, Claudia Vargas Llosa. Yeah, it's one woman who made it in like the past 10 years, um, you know, so it's kind of, I think most of this lack of exposure. I wanted to ask you uh, if it's because... Yeah, within the or the film industry, um, allowing women to have um, director like um, like manager like managing positions is difficult too. Because, for example, I have a friend that she is in uh, she's an art director in Colombia, but allowing herself to be in the position of an art director is really hard because of the chauvinism of the industry itself. So maybe that's one of the difficulties that they don't achieve like straight away this uh, managing position. I don't know if you... If you go to the technical parts, for example, there's basically non-existing um, sound female sound engineers or, you know, like it's really hard to find or DOPs like director photographies. Um, it's really hard to find. Talking about maybe producing, I think producing and directing, there's like a lot more and more um, like yeah. an upcoming, you know, um, female filmmakers. But it's true that I think in the beginning of film, probably we're all stuck into the assistant positions. Yeah. And there it was, like, you're the assistant of the director, the assistant producer, the assistant. Like, you will find a lot of women in that role. But I think we're taking more and more over. So I was reading good. a study or uh, research yesterday, and it was uh, about women in films mm -hmm. and they said that well in 2018 uh, the, the the percentage of women at least probably in the United States I, I did I don't remember where, where it was but it was less than three percent mm -hmm. and they 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 decreased three three points so and they were saying that the producer there were a lot of women in the producer side mm -hmm. but not as director less than two yeah It was like ridiculous. The challenges comes not because there are no women. It's just because the structure of the society that we are living, and I'm sorry to be like very intense, but it's like, it's a structure that, uh, that is not allowing us. A, I, I'm pretty sure that if in these initiatives, some of the women would like to do something like this, they will find lots of, lots of women that probably are not in galleries. That is the difficulties that we find. And it's not just in the galleries, it's also in the cinemas, and it's also sometimes in the, uh, in the literature. But see, we have two of the artists, two of the writers. One is is nominated for the Man Booker <laughs> International Prize, exactly, and the so, other for a Desmond Elliott Prize, exactly. Yes. Yeah, so, we have a lot of talents. So. It's also important that in the festival there will not only be a platform for all of those people who we've been talking about the great numbers of female Latin American film directors, artists in all different ways but there'll also be workshops yeah i mean i think one of the amazing things uh, apart from showcasing the, the amazing art that the you know all the artists have done there is also uh the fact that you are not only 
going to bring that platform, but you could also encourage others to mm-hmm. start doing and to start showing their art because it's important. So the workshops is an incredible way of doing it. Uh, mm-hmm. What workshops do we have? So we have we have a poetry uh, workshop uh, with Son, uh, Sonia Quintero. At this moment, that workshop is sold out. So <laughs> there is still yeah. a waiting list. So <laughs> there is still waiting list. Uh, yeah, we have uh, Sonia is a poet, and she is going to be bringing more about the skills uh, for women to reflect and to put. Uh, their words and their thoughts in 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 a way that they can transmit the the message as well as uh, yeah, Caroline film workshop exactly so I think it's very important what you said it's about creation like we want to create something and um, yeah so we we're having a film workshop as well which is directed to women interested in like audiovisual in a very broad sense like they don't need to be professional filmmakers because I think that's the most exciting and nice parts to see in these workshops that very normal women, like you say, they don't have any educational background in filmmaking. They make wonderful, like they can record wonderful images and tell a beautiful story to it. So we called this workshop audiovisual poetry, just kind of like also combining the arts and um, which I think is one of the amazing things of Flava, exactly this, we're combining arts. And um, yeah, we want to create audiovisual poetry, images that tell a story, um, personal stories or stories about London, whatever uh, these participants feel they want to tell. And also I think it's really important that not, not only workshop, but um, Q&As and panels, uh, like discussion panels, because our idea is also to, in a way, educate the, the British public and the Latin American community public as well. Because I, I feel like one of the challenges actually of the festival is trying to include the British public to, to be able to feel like that they can go to the festival and not feel alienated in some sort, or that the festival is just for Latin American community here in the UK, but it's rather for them, and, and how to create a dialogue between the two communities. And in a way, it, it's really peculiar. Like, if you go to Spain, of course, Latin American is very well-known, is very well-broadcast, but here in the UK, not so much. And it might be because of the language or the imperial history of, of the UK. Okay, or whatever. But now there is a tendency in general of the British public to be more interested in the Latin American community. So the more we can educate them to, to move away from the stereotypes and discover a bit what is actually the Latin American uh, community has to offer. I think that's one of the keys of the different panels and discussions within the festival. And also for workshops to have... um to have people who aren't Latin American, maybe aren't women, coming to the workshop to learn. And I think, like you just said, something wonderful about discovering, because um, I think it is discovering very different perspectives, but also discovering that we have so many things in common. Mm -hmm. So the short film session, for example, is under the broad theme of memory, we said it. And memory and talking about loss and grief and maybe funeral rituals, rituals, um, it can be here. Probably it's different here in the UK than in Latin America, but the feeling of grief and loss is the same. So I think that's also very nice to discover the common, the common things. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay, we're going to listen to another track. Um, we've got one from Luz Mira Serpa, who is going to be playing at the festival. As on part the 16th. The, exactly, <laughs> on Thursday the 16th as part of an Afro-Venezuelan night. Yes. 
Hay un vele, un vele, un vele, un velero, la la, eh, un vele, un velero, hay un vele, un vele, un vele, un velero, la la. Atlantica. We're going to always, uh, also have Luz Mira playing the 16th. I think we already mentioned that. I think Teresa already mentioned that. It's going to be an Afro-Venezuelan night. Yes, we are going to be screening uh, the film called Belen about um, Venezuelan, very famous uh, Venezuela who created this uh, rhythm or she brought this rhythm back called Kitipla. Uh, that is a percussion it's a, it's a percussion rhythm uh, from Venezuela and Luz Mira will be um, showing a bit of that rhythm after, after, the, after this, this, the cinema, after this. Hopefully everyone is interested and come to the cinema. <laughs> so thinking about film, um, we're going to bring it back to our film curator, Caroline. Yes. Um, and I wanted to ask you a bit about, we've been talking about workshops, about 
discovery and creation. Um, so as well as providing a platform for artists that are creating, just the fact that there'll be lots of collaborations, there'll be an opportunity to meet. How do you think that the festival can help um, with new genres, with new voices? Yes, I with think... With more creation. With more creation. <laughs> I think, I mean, we are women. We are very, very creative in many senses. So I do think, um, I'm not quite, I'm not really good with numbers, but I know that like a lot of experimental films are happening now and like female filmmakers from Latin America doing a lot of experimental films. Um, so what I think, like what, for, for example, for the workshops, which is important, as I mentioned before, like you can see, you can be like not a professional filmmaker or not having any educational background in film and still can discover that if you put your heart and soul in it which is always the most compelling films that you can that you actually have something to tell and that you can do it with film um, or through the medium of film and nowadays i mean social media is we are exposed in the city, like <laughs> yeah, overexposed to videos and anything. Everyone has a smartphone, so you can create actually a lot of like a lot of feature-length films already have been shot on smartphones. So, I mean, you don't need the most expensive equipment anymore, most expensive gear. Like you can just take your phone if you think like you want to film your grandparents because they have something important to say, and you kind of yeah want to create history maybe like in in, in that sense you want to film your parents uh, grandparents um or like something else happening in the family or to your friend or even like something very autobiographical to say like this is my life in london this is me in london um hey i can do it and we give them i think um Tools. tools thank you yeah. <laughs> but yeah the tools i think to to create something beautiful with it yeah, and by tools, that's kind of guidance because I believe the workshop is all being done with smartphones, so you can yes, turn up exactly. with your smartphone. We don't and... have any professional gear exactly. It's it's smartphones, so you learn how to use smartphones. One tip: not keeping it vertical but horizontal. That's, for example, <laughs> my favorite tip. Um, and we will create something nice, I think. Yeah, great. Um, and for you, Daniela, for the program of artists you've put together, you've got Amalgama, the exhibition, which is going to be uh, running throughout the whole week of the festival. Um, do you think the the exhibition is finding some new voices and genres? Do you think it's representing kind of new trends? Well, it's interesting that you say that because um, I think what, I have a, a theory, but of course... It's very complicated theory, and probably a lot of people is going to jump and say, no, this... In a way of saying that women produce in a different way than men produce art. And, um, and not from, like, the male gaze or the female gaze point of view, because we're not from a position of women are gentle or women are soft or, like, the typical stereotype of women. But they have an inside of the world that is very particular. And... And it's interesting because they're, they're ha within the art world, trying to explain why there are only 30% uh, women is because they, they have done several studies about whether of or not an algorithm can see if a work is being produced by a man or a woman. And their argument is that the algorithm can actually say if it's produced by a man or a woman and that women, um, then they don't sell as much for some reason. So 
my my perspective is that they don't sell as much in a sense is because we've been trying to see male productions and that's why in a way we're accustomed to a male aesthetics that women have different aesthetics and different points of view despite the fact that some of them look on the surface like men and you cannot discern whether like uh, me I could not say okay this is not my women or not I, I wouldn't be able to tell but but at the same time this is a bit of my thesis and and in a way a lot of them are exploring themes about identity and different me- like the medium that they're exploring are very traditional in a sense like painting sculptures uh, photography but they are doing it in a very innovative way and in a very and in an aesthetic that I could say intuitively <laughs> that is different um, that it has a, a bit its own aesthetic which I find extremely interesting and and, and, and exciting exactly and then I want to educate the public about this wonderful aesthetic that is out there and that is, is showing this new yeah thing and i think that brings us back to the poem the excerpt of a poem from kalulema uh, which we started with the way we may be trained to see men's art can we just hear it again sure let's start on becoming with our words and learning the scripts and doing the pain so that's an excerpt from what we have become by kalulema who is one of the poets performing on the Saturday evening. Nasce o sol e não dura mais que um dia Depois da luz se segue a noite escura Em triste sombras morre a formosura Em contínuas tristezas, a alegria Porém se acaba o sol, porque nascia Se formosa a luz é, porque não dura Como a beleza assim, se transfigura Como o rosto da pena, assim se fia Basta o sol e na luz, falte a firmeza Na formosura não se dê constância Começa o mundo, enfim, pela ignorância E tem qualquer dos bens, por natureza A firmeza somente na inconstância A 
firmeza somente na inconstância Aricia Mess, the wonderful Aricia, and she's coming to the Flower Festival. Uh, you're listening to the Movimento Show on SOAS Radio, currently being taken over by Rebecca Wilson and Andrea Peñarete, and the wonderful team from the Flower Festival coming to you on the 15th of May till the 19th of May. So that was a bit of Aricia Mess. Uh, we have some other brilliant artists and musicians coming especially on the opening night is what we want to talk about the opening party yeah let's um let's just hear a little bit about um what artists we're going to have i know that caramba is coming yes we that day is going to be a huge fiesta we are going to be uh, not just we are going to have the q a with two uh, latin american writers uh, yara rodriguez fowler and uh, alicia alia trabuco and after that we are going to see uh, three performers uh, they are pepa duarte that's showing a fantastic um drag queen uh, show and we are going to see uh, Tamsin or Popolo with 100 years and it's, it's a teaser of a, of a longer uh, play that she's working uh, with and we're going to have uh, the Venezuelan clown Andreas Pisto with a great show about Miss Venezuela so these three artists I think they're going to bring us uh, like reflection but also laughs so and it's going to create the ambience for Caramba Band which is uh, uh, they're going to put us to dance for sure the entire night hasta que el cuerpo aguante <laughs> and uh, it's going to be it's going to be very good they are playing like uh, different rhythms uh, from reggae merengue salsa it's going to be it's going to be very good they are they are coming from barcelona they are a, a group of a band of eight women Yes. Yes. I think it's quite a nice way of presenting the festival as well. We're opening with a bang. We've got um, compes, so those um, theatre performances you've just heard about, Miss Venezuela and Pepo Duarte as Senorita Rita. So it's going to be political in the way that they're questioning gender stereotypes. So he said one of them is a, a drag queen or maybe a faux queen. She is a, a bio queen, some people say. Um which is a really interesting conversation in itself about whether 
a biological woman can do drag um, <laughs> and not being a drag king but being a drag queen um, so it's quite a nice way to look forward to the rest of the festival because it will be fun it will be vibrant um, but it will also be pensive in yeah. a way <laughs> Yes, and uh, just to remember that that's going to be our our opening night, but we are going to, alongside the, every activities that we're going to have in the different venues, like Genesis the Cinema or Rich Mix, uh, we are going to have the art uh, exhibition running from the 14th with a very good private view and it's going to be happening in arts number 23 it's going to be from the 14th and if you guys can make it on the 18th we're going to have a Q&A with a panel talking about Latin American art and the develop of whatever identity identity yeah, yeah so Daniela yeah, can, I can think Daniela will tell explain us more about this. Tell us about the um, the private viewing and the opening night, um, and then yeah, a little more about the panel that's happening as well. Yeah, well, the private view is going to happen on the fourteenth. In order for 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 it to have its own, like a bit of its own audience, and people can know the artists and get to know them and meet them in case they are interested in their work. My my job here is to make them well known and people meeting them and. Uh, ideally purchasing their their work that's that's where they're there for and um so we're gonna have some wine just at the opening of the exhibition just to show the art around and then there's gonna be an, a, a panel on the 18th with three curators that uh, have focused their career on latin american art which is uh, sandra higgins Cecilia Santa Marina and Irene Due joined by two of the artists of the exhibition in order to discuss women and identity and and the challenges in terms of the art market of establishing a unified Latin American identity in order to sell this idea of what it is to be Latin American and what happens with those artists that don't fit that idea. Um, which makes them unsellable in some sort, or uh, and if not, how do we approach them? How do we discuss them and their value in the market? So those are the questions that are going to be addressed in the panel. One of our main headliners, Lini Kiris, uh, as, as she identified, as, as she explained about herself, that many people were asking her about why, why, when they are going to be more political, and she said, "What is more political than a trans, a, a black trans woman making music and making music, good music for uh, for a lot of people, and making people like exciting for the music that she plays." So. I found that very powerful, and I think it's uh, it's uh, it's it's reflecting what what we what we have now, no? So yeah, yeah I think I'm very excited. I look very look forward to to, to Linnicat, and also uh, to start to know about all this. Uh, these realities that for some people, probably some generation, it looks quite a bit, a bit difficult. We are still learning about this. And, but this is what is coming. So this is the, the society that we are living now. And I think it needed to be included. And as you say, this is also just the beginning of the festival. You know, we want to, we're still learning things. Mm. Uh, learning how to be more inclusive, how to represent everyone. Yeah. Um, so it's all just the beginning. Um, should we have a little listen to Linica Euskaramelos? Yeah. That's a terrible Brazilian accent. Saturday, 
Sunday. Sunday the nineteenth is going to be the closure of the of the festival at Omeara. Você chega e fica Eu finco afeto nesse peito Três dias sem do leito Mamando no peito Desse calor que é bom just heard Intimidade by Lineka Eus Caramelos, who will be playing on Sunday the 19th in the evening. So we'd just like to say thank you so much for listening. This has been the Flower Team on SOAS Radio for Movimientos. Come to the festival. You've now heard what it's all about and a few of the artists who are going to take part. There's a lot more information online. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram or at our webpage, flowerfestival.co.uk. Um, so thank you for listening. We're just going to go around and say a few last words. 
Yes, thank you. Thanks, uh, Movimentos, for inviting us and let us take over their their, their show. Uh, yeah, yes, uh, the invitation is for you to uh, visit our website, check the uh, events that you want to come. We have great promotions as well. If you want to come on the uh, on the first night of our promotion uh, or opening uh, fiesta on the fifteenth of May at Rich Mix. All of this, all of this festival is the first time that we do, but it has been great support that we receive from the Arts Council and the Film London Hub, or Film Hub, Film Hub London, that uh, made many of this uh, event possible. So thanks to them. We also want to thank uh, Soliman Travel, Velas Resort Mexico, and J. SH Arts uh, for allowing us to make the exhibition happen as well as a part of the festival. So thank you for your support. <laughs> thanks, thanks again for listening. It was great uh, to hear all your thoughts uh, about Flower. It was great for you, Carl, to have us uh, in your show and, and lending us this space. I think you guys should take over the show more often. <laughs> 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 See you next time. And we're going to play out to something. We've got lots of, we had lots of tracks that you brought in and actually we didn't get through. So we're going to have to do a little Spotify playlist. Yes, of right? course. You're going to find uh, the Flower playlist in the Spotify very soon. So our final song is one of Andrea's favorites. She is a woman of classics. Yes, I'm a woman of classics and I really, really, really want to listen to Anna Tijok's Andre Patriarca. de todas depende de cómo tú me apodas pero no voy a ser la que obedece porque mi cuerpo me pertenece yo decido de mi tiempo como quiero y donde quiero independiente yo nací independiente decidí yo no camino detrás de ti yo camino de la para ti tú no me vas a humillar tú no me vas a gritar tú no me vas a someter tú no me vas a golpear tú no me vas a denigrar tú no me vas a obligar no me vas a silenciar, tú no me vas a callar. No sumisa ni obediente, mujer fuerte, insurgiente, independiente y valiente, romper la cadena de lo indiferente. No pasiva ni oprimida, mujer linda que da vida, emancipada en autonomía, antipatriarca y alegría.
me vas a denigrar, tú no me vas a obligar, tú no me vas a silenciar, tú no me vas a callar. No sumisa ni obediente, mujer fuerte, insurgiente, independiente y valiente, romper la cadena de lo indiferente. No pasiva ni oprimida, mujer linda que das vida, emancipada en autonomía, antipatriarca y alegría. One more song because we couldn't help it. This is Rebecca Lane. Libre, atrevida y loca. Está todo ok. Rebecca Lane. Miss Bolivia. Con Ali Guagua. Con el chest, chest, chest. Ok, ok. Vamos, chest. Original. Y se me nota la lengua pelo de entrada La combinación fatal no queda nada Y no me digan pavadas Prefiero morir a vivir con la boca cerrada Y no me digan lo que tengo que hacer Y no me digan de la forma que me tengo que mover Que la ley no me va entre las piernas Tengo la boca afilada y la mente atenta Bien cerda, atrevida, jodida y potra La negra hija de puta con el fuego en la boca Con la repeca que menea como loca Vamos con el guapo que la supe y destroza Va como anormal, como animal Juntando los ovarios en un solo canal Ay, 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 como suena el ritual Haciendo magia y exorcizando el mal Yo, yo, Que me miro, si con la blusa se me sale el ombligo, si estas panties me quedan muy apretadas, si mi cabeza siempre está despeinada, que si traigo muy corta la falda, que si bailo como me da la gana, que las ladies no usan malas palabras, que la mente y la boca cerrada, solo la abres para hacerme mala fama, lo que pasa es que no estoy acomplejada, como crees que te ves siendo tan soez con otra mujer, te sientes libre, libre la que ríe. La que gime, la que grite La que baila, la que goza, la que explota La que brilla porque no le importa Y no corta las alas a otras En las mejores parties Con mis hermanas practico la cumbia Es una religión como el hip hop Que no te queden dudas hey. Ni técnicas ni rudas Tan solo luchadoras en el ring de la hermosura Envuélvete un periódico, mira ya madura Estamos resistiendo porque el mundo tiene cura Mujeres pisoteadas, hechas una cagada Pasan los siglos y seguimos 